You're listening to Everyday Overcomers, a conversational podcast with real stories of experiencing and overcoming the inevitable ups and downs of life. May these stories challenge and encourage you to push through your own circumstances. For today's episode, I will be talking with my dear friend, Beck, about staying the path. Life is hard, life is messy, and sometimes we just want to jump ship. We want to quit, hold back, and be done with all the messiness. In this episode, Beck will be talking about how she has pushed through and continues to push through those challenging times, how to keep going down the path you're meant to be on even when it's difficult. Maybe you're in the middle of this kind of season now or will inevitably face a season like this, or you know someone who is facing these exact thoughts and realities now. And so if that's you, I'd love to encourage you to lean in and listen along to Beck's story. Beck, it is so great to have you. (laughs) Nice to be here. Really awesome to have you. Um, For those listening that maybe don't know you, I would love for you to share just a bit about yourself. Sure. Yep. I live in Sydney, Australia, and uh, I'm married to my husband, Josh, and (laughs) he keeps me laughing. (laughs) And we, together we have four amazing children, three boys and a sweet little cherry on top girl. (laughs) It's nice to get to a point where I feel finished having children. It's really good feeling. That is awesome. <laughs> and your husband is a fun guy. I would imagine he he He's keeps a lot of fun. people laughing. And um, your yeah. kids are the best, really. I reckon <laughs> even people that aren't a huge fan of kids, they love your kids. We love your kids. And I can't believe Archer's already 10. That's crazy. I can't believe it either. I am really excited about our topic today. We are talking about staying the path. And um, I did mention earlier what it is that we're talking about when yeah. when we say that. And I would love <laughs> for you to tell us at the time when you felt or you realized that you were maybe veering off of your path or even at a time when it got really challenging for you to stay on the course for your life um, to keep fighting to show up right yeah I think for me um you know one of the maybe pivotal points in my life was in my late teenage years and I uncertain environment a little bit unstable my parents divorced when I was young and Mm. I'm an only child as well and from age seven to 14 I lived with my dad And, you know, that was an interesting experience. And then from 14, I moved to live with my mom and my stepdad, which was also challenging to go and, you know, live with your mom at this point in life as a teenager. And, you know, I think with already probably stilted relationship because of just inconsistency. Um, You know, I think I really didn't even know what my path was at that Mm. point in my life and especially getting to you know my late teens um I was really unclear about who I was and where I was going and one of the biggest things that mattered to me was why like Mm. why was I here you know really questioning what's my purpose and I almost you know I, I actually really remember 
that I can now say I was praying prayers that I didn't even realize were prayers. Wow. Um, But I just remember, you know, crying out to someone, anyone, I don't know who, but at the same time feeling like I was crying out to no one going, if something doesn't happen in my life, I don't know what I'm going to do because none of it feels worth anything. And it was really within a matter of weeks after that that, um, you know, all these seemingly small things just sort of started happening. And one of the key things was that um, pastors, um, like church pastors who I remembered from when Mm. I was about four years old, moved to the area that I was living in. I just remember my mum, you know, casually telling me one afternoon and it was and they were moving to that area to plant a church. And um, for me at that point, it was just like this instinct within me. It was like, well, we have to go. Mm. Mum, we have to go to church. <laughs> like, mm. And yeah. it just seemed so obvious, like we have to go. So at that point in time, it was such a tiny little church. Um, they were running a Sunday morning service and a Wednesday evening service. And so we both just kept showing up on a Wednesday evening and a Sunday morning and just kept going and her and I was like we would just walk into the building when we both just burst into tears (laughs) and it was like you know this crazy experience of like why are we crying (laughs) (laughs) Um, but at the same time it was so healing as well Mm. and you know just to be in an environment where so many of the questions about myself that I was asking like who am I why am I here just slowly but surely began to get answered through, you know, reading the Bible and being in community and learning about Jesus. Mm. And it just was, you know, such an incredible pivotal point in my life that actually put me on the path that just made me go, I never want to get off this path no matter what it looks like. Another major detail in life was that I also met Josh in that church probably Come on. a couple of weeks after um, we started going. I was 18 at the time, he was 22, and the rest is history almost. Yes. <laughs> wow. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, how did you know, um, in, in the case of your story, how did you know that what were some of the indicators or signs that where you realize I'm actually not on a course at all? Right. Yeah. Oh, depression, um, like poor self image, um, really, really terribly low self-esteem, you know, just no value for myself. And like, they were very clear indicators to me that something was not right. And also I think not knowing who or where to turn to. And I think for me personally, that in and of itself, not knowing who or where to turn to, was really um, very indicative of the fact that we actually live in this really broken world and that most people have some kind of hurt on the inside, some kind of trauma, some kind of needs healing it can also be put in the terms of we're all sinners Mm. and we all, you know, whether we know it or not, 
when it comes to a relationship with God, we we are sinners, but it's also that God that brings the forgiveness that actually is what heals those hurts as well. And so, yeah, I think just for me, it was really just this internal pain that I didn't know how to escape. And it was like, you know, once I met God and and developed a relationship with the Holy Spirit that just really, you know, made this new relationship personal, those hurts slowly but surely over time were able to be healed. And and then I think also it's not this one-time wonder fix, but it does yeah. become this relationship that, you know, carries you through life in those moments when you don't think you can carry yourself like you know, I think for Josh and I, in the early days of us navigating, even getting married, you know, I grew up in a broken home. And so marriage wasn't high on the priority list for me growing up. And mm. so I think once I got to this point of wanting to get married, my parents were all very shocked and didn't really know how to deal with that or what to do with it. And then also once we started having children as well, there was still this element of shock and, you know, now what nearly 12 years into marriage, they all, they look at us and love us and admire us and say it often. And I think, you know, um, God just kind of doing what he's done in my life at that point in time. And then, you know, giving me this desire to, have a healthy marriage and to create a healthy family environment has also been somewhat redemptive, I think, for my parents to see as well. So it kind of, you know, things like that really remind me that me making choices that are healthy for my life are also healthy for the people around me too. That's so good. I really love that you said that. (laughs) I really love that you said that. It's so true. Um, And I actually really love your story as well. And, um, you know, like you said, this redemptive story, and maybe you didn't expect your marriage to look like this um, based on what you had seen, or maybe, you know, your parents were were very surprised by your choices. And I think to see where you and Josh are at now, and you're actually such a great example of a marriage, you know, (laughs) um, to someone, you know, for someone who has grown up with maybe a, a broken picture of what that could look like, yeah, I think, like you said, for your parents and your friends and your family to see you now, it's such a story of rebuilding and, um, you know, starting from the this time in your life that you're talking about now and um, just getting on this, this path um, and to see everything that has changed. Um, and what would you say to someone... Yeah, who's listening and, and, and maybe they're battling with thoughts of throwing in the towel or, or settling or wanting to get off the path or needing yeah. to get back on the path. Um, what would you say are some practical tools or even some advice or pieces of encouragement that you would give to help someone to stay on the path or to get on the path? Yeah, you know, I think there's this notion of, if you're a Christian, that you have to abide by all these rules. I think, you know, I definitely kind of maybe thought that early on as well. And But the more I've kind of just been comfortable in my own skin and 
um, comfortable in my relationship with God as well, the more I experience the freedom that he really offers. And as I was, yeah. you know, reading over the notes you sent me, um, I got this verse in Matthew 5 that I wanted to share with you. And it says this, it says, you're blessed when you're content with just who you are, no more, no less. That's the wow. moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. And wow. I love that verse because I think on before you come into this relationship with um, Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God, I think, you know, there's this sense of I can do whatever I want, you know, why can't I do whatever I want? Um, and then it's almost yeah. like you come into this relationship and it, you can feel like it's these rules or restrictions and it's almost like, you know, when you're a kid and you're being parented and, um, you know, your parent doesn't let you do a certain thing because, you know, it might be dangerous or it's right. not in your best interest or it's unhealthy or whatever the reason might be. You might not understand the reason, but your parent sees the bigger picture and understands the reason. Um, and I think right. it's like that when we come into relationship with God that he, you know, gives us these parameters to kind of live by, you know, as you continue to choose those things and, you know, you consciously make those choices for yourself. It might be hard to make those choices, but you decide and you choose. I think, you know, there's so much power in your decision and your choice. I think it, as you kind of continue to do those things, that it is really then that you find yourself in this expansive space hmm. of freedom and, um, you know, life perpetuating life rather than, um, you know, maybe a poor decision perpetuating another poor outcome, perpetuating another poor decision. Yeah. Um, and so it's like we almost have to get the ball spinning in the opposite direction. It's one good thing can lead to another. And it doesn't mean to say that challenges don't or won't arise. They definitely yeah. do. But it does mean that when they do, you know, they're not going to take you out. So I think digging deep in your faith and in your relationship with God and and doing the hard work in the relationships around you as well. You're so good at that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Josh might not agree that I'm good at that. He might just think that I like <laughs> to have a good argument or like confrontation. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I kind of do like going into that space because I feel like you're going to be better with the outcome. And I know that going in, for me, going into a, any kind of confrontation is always for the purpose of the relationship being better and stronger on the other side. I think that's great. And I think, like you said, it's almost in that wrestling, whether <laughs> maybe it is a little bit of an argument or a confrontation, in that wrestling, I think. Um, you can experience a growth, you know, Yeah. Um, having those hard conversations, you know, you, you looked when you were in that, in that spot, you know, and you, you said you were crying out to someone, you were looking for answers, you know, and, it, and sometimes it is just a small step, you know, and sometimes yeah. it is just a bit of a wrestle and you get, you know, you take another step forward, like you said, just one positive decision perpetuating yeah. into that cycle you know and sometimes it is a big thing and sometimes it's a small thing yeah and I think that's 
that's really great. Um, and I really love everything that you said. And I think that you said something really great when you mentioned, um, you know, everyone does have something going on. Everyone does have a bit of trauma or a circumstance or just a bit of yeah a dark place. And um, yeah, and I think that it's okay to explore that. And Yeah, and yeah. I think, you know, probably one of the biggest things that I would say also to anyone listening is that taking personal responsibility for, you know, who you are. And it's taken me a long time to get to this because I think I, um, you know, would often blame my parents for certain things or I didn't and I mm. couldn't and I whatever. I've come to realise, well, sure, those things may have happened and, you know, I may it may not have been the most ideal of circumstances, but all I've got is where I am right now and I can either choose to keep stepping up and showing up and being there for my family, being there for my husband, mm-hmm. being there for my community and being there for myself as well, or I cannot. And that's on me. You know, that's not on anyone yeah. else. That's only on me. I think that's really powerful. I think I'm, I'm writing notes here. Like, okay, <laughs> personal responsibility and, um, I think it's so true. I think, um, you know, m- maybe for a bit you, you play the blame game, you know, mm. like you said, it, it does take a while to get to that point. And I think yeah. that's a key, a key thing um, where it comes back to baby steps, you know, but it, it does take a while to get to that point sometimes. Um, but I think, yeah, maybe when, when you point the finger, when you play the blame game, it can fix you in that spot for quite a while, mm. you know, versus like you said, when you, actually start to take personal responsibility and hey okay this happened and what can I actually do moving forward I think that's where you do see growth and you see a forward motion and you can see the light on the other side as well you can start to see that light on the other side where you think I'm stuck here and yeah I don't want to have to deal with this and so I just want to abandon ship or forget about it yeah and but I think yeah sometimes just also taking a good nap really helps <laughs> <laughs> this is so practical and so true and so true yeah or yeah. if you're a married person and you're kind of feeling like you are butting heads and you're actually not getting to resolve sometimes just sleep actually helps a lot yeah. especially for your yeah. parents with young children <laughs> just be there for the other person sure. let them go take a nap and even especially in times you know that we're living in now where things maybe are just a bit extra mm. tense a bit extra um you know there's a few extra layers on things yes. you know I think yeah taking some time to find that rest yeah whether it's a nap or even just a mental break yeah I think can help you yeah making those small decisions you were talking about you know that one step forward yeah. that other step forward you know yeah. um yeah come on sleep can change your mm-hmm. life that's right Archer <laughs> told me this afternoon at school they do like a moment of meditation twice a week and he said mum today I accidentally fell asleep in meditation (laughs) he said that's never happened to me before I said you must have just needed it (laughs) oh he is he is precious he's a sweet boy 
Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Beck, thank you so much for sharing a bit of your story, like I said, and thank um, you. shining a bit of light on this topic of baby steps, one foot forward, you yeah. know, have that conversation and reach out. Yeah. Like I said, I think I've seen you do this so well, um, even in the day to day, you know, when you've had some hard <laughs> days. And I know that you know, those moments when you've just extended grace to yourself and your family mm. and hey, it's okay. Yeah. And we're, we're staying the path today. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, one foot in front. Yeah. And I think that you do that so well. And so many times I've thought, okay, what would Beck do in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> what would she tell me in this situation? Oh. And oftentimes it's like, hey girl, you're doing better than you think. And so, yeah. I want to thank you so much for sharing um, your wisdom and your input. And I think you have a story that so many people can relate to in one way or another. And I find it so helpful. And I, like I said, I think you have so much wisdom and advice and encouragement to give. So I um, am honored that you've come on here and shared with us. And I want to say thank you again so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning into the show. I would love to hear from you. If you are on Instagram, take a screenshot of the episode you listened to and let me know what your favorite part of the episode was, your favorite quote, or even something that you learned. Tag me in your photo so I can see what is helping you the most. You can find my Instagram page and email in the description of this podcast. This is a great way for me to keep bringing in content and topics that mean the most to you. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks again for tuning in.